Why would I make them so uncomfortable? It probably has to do with your reputation. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky? Do you think I'm spooky? His face was so blank and expressionless. He didn't even seem human. I'm not turning my back on anyone! Have you ever found a metal implant in your body? Have you checked everywhere? Mulder, you have to understand! Put it down! You put it down first! Hi, everybody! Hello, everyone! Welcome to Fox Mulder is a Maniac! Me him! Oh, shit! I'm one of your hosts, David Bell. I'm a second host, Tom Ryman. And you're listening to a free-for-all episode designed to tempt you mm-hmm. into checking is- out our Patreon. <laughs> this is a calculated move on our yeah. part. It, this is not generosity. Yeah, we are this sharks. Is- yeah. <laughs> the first hit is free. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are drug interested. dealers. Yeah, exactly. This is a normally exclusive podcast on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed, mm. uh, where, where we, we go through the X-Files and we uh, deconstruct just how incredibly loony Agent Fox Mulder is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has it, no I, business uh, carrying a gun and acting on behalf of the government. Yes, we all love Agent Mulder. He was one of my first heroes, along with Agent Scully. But watching this series as an adult with uh, even like casual knowledge of how law enforcement works, yeah, it's extremely clear that Agent Mulder is not good at his job and should, in fact, be in jail. At the very least. At the very least, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, there are other things that... There are other punishments... Uh, <laughs> that, no. that could be levied against him yeah uh-huh but yeah so we've been we've been going through the series in order uh we've made it all the way to season four so far yeah uh and and specifically we are at season four episode 17 otherwise known as tempest fugit mm-hmm. uh it is a part one of a two-parter the name probably doesn't pop out to you tom did did you remember this episode uh yeah okay yeah i i knew this episode because this is the return of the character max fenning yeah who is uh an alien abductee early in i think season one it's in season one yeah uh and it's 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 a pretty big mythology episode but not that big it doesn't deal with like the alien the 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 oil the black oil no uh it's just like kind of a mid-season two-parter mm-hmm. but it's a big it's a big episode in terms of the series production. Uh I mean they recreated in a, a plane crash. For yeah, it. the plane crash is um genuinely impressive. I mean, you don't act you don't see the the thing crash, you just see them the crash site afterwards and it's a it's a pretty massive um outdoor location that they've really dressed up to look convincingly like a plane crashed yeah. into the goddamn earth. What happened was a, a plane was uh, like the uh, um, a seven a Boeing uh, seven thirty seven was created in season three uh, to simulate a crash, mm-hmm. and they uh, I don't know if they used it in that season, but they were like, well, fuck, we gotta. I mean, we made a plane, so they they uh, I think they started with the idea of the plane crash, uh, and uh, yeah, this thing was uh, it required four hundred gallons of hydraulic fluid to make. 
it could it could uh it could move across you know it, it could it could it could move to to simulate turbulence it could be taken apart to have uh a camera put in uh they had actual like um a national transportation safety board official to be the technical advisor to sh- make sure the plane crash looked right uh chris carter said that like the crew was actually like frightened of how good how realistic their work was it's a really good plane <laughs> crash yeah no it looks great yeah chris carter uh had to go against fox constantly because of the budget of this uh episode so yeah it was a big deal uh it also has a very i don't know funny story in the making of which is that um the guy who played max fenning uh-huh. uh scott bellis he uh, it was the episode fallen angel by the way in the first yeah. season yeah, yes yeah that's yeah. right since that episode he had auditioned for other roles in the show you know how like um uh you know they used crycheck crycheck yeah and then, uh, like, Nicholas Lee, they used him as a non-Krychek role, and then he eventually got a role. So, like, uh, Scott Bellis wanted that, and they kept telling him, like, We're, we, you're kind of too memorable as Max. We don't know if we can use, uh, uh, y- like, use you. And then for this episode, they wanted someone to die in the plane crash that Mulder knew, and I guess Bellis learned through David Duchovny that they were making a two-part Max episode. And he was so excited. And uh, <laughs> the reveal is that Max dies in the first act of the first episode here. <laughs> yeah, Max dies yeah. in the first five minutes. Yeah. And it's not even clear. This episode has always been a little confusing because when he gets abducted at the end of Fallen Angel, it seems pretty final. Right. It feels like he doesn't come back, but I guess he did. Apparently, he just came back. And he was fine. And he's just been doing all kinds of UFO research. Mulder never followed up on him, I guess. Nope. Never looked back into him. He just assumed he was in the stars with yeah. the saucer people. Um, there's some good... Uh, just talking about the episode in general. There's some good side characters in this. Uh, there's the guy, the sleaze on the plane right away. Yeah. He's like checking out the uh, flight attendant. And yeah. he's like scared of flying. I was expecting him to tell Max to uh, take off his shoes and feel the and rug. Make fists with your toes. Yeah, he's um, just like that. He's on like his third scotch and soda. Yeah. Uh. He's a real sleaze. He's a real fucking sleaze. He's a real, real fucking icon of air travel. Yeah. Then there's also the guy, the assassin on the plane, who's going to kill him mid-flight, which yeah, is very ballsy. He's just going to walk up and shoot him in the middle of the flight. And then what? I don't know. Does he does he have uh, an exit strategy? Is he going to skydive? Uh, hopefully. I don't know. It's funny because uh, another side character, uh, Mustache Assassin, yeah, um, is like either has either infiltrated the, the crash uh, uh, investigation team or is just was already always a member of it. He just happens yeah, to be an evil he- member. I think he was like he's an authority. He looks like the he looks like a saxophonist for Huey Lewis in the news. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah, he's he perfect. Looks like, he looks like a fourth grade math teacher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um he recovers the guy's uh plastic John Malkovich from in the line of fire gun uh right. a- after the plane crash. So it's like it seems like they were still <laughs> it, it makes it really confusing because it's like okay, so what if the plane hadn't crashed? 
Right. Like, was were, were you still going to try to cover up that, that Max was assassinated on the airplane? Because I don't see how you were going to do that. Like, what was he, their plan going to be? It had to be skydive. Either that or he was like, I'm going to shoot everybody on this plane. Or like, yeah, I don't know what. Or was he just going to stand there and just be like, what? Yeah. Someone want to do something? I just shot this man. Yeah. And we're all going to take this <laughs> flight together now. And then I'm going to get off. Yeah, it, it, it's it, that's the only other explanation is that he was just going to be, you know, he was going to he was going to take the fall, and then either they bust it, he w- either he'd get like busted out and sort of disappear to the system, or he would just take the fall. Right. For yeah. These, for people, these shadowy government figures. Yeah. For people wondering, it's it's basically Max is on a plane. There's an assassin. He builds a plastic gun in the bathroom mid-flight, and seems like he's about to shoot Max, and then aliens come. And abduct Max and crash the plane. Yeah. That's or they, how this they try to abduct Max and the right. plane crashes. Right. Yeah. They don't do a great they, job. They really fuck it up. Later in the episode, they abduct Max's sister, who is the one who brings this to Mulder and Scully. Mm-hmm. And I want to do a shout out to the angry hotel owner who yeah. thinks that the her guest, the sister, did the thing to the room herself. Yeah. She gets abducted in the hotel. Yeah. And the room is trash. And the hotel room owner who goes to Mulder and Scully because it's in their name. And she's like, look what she did. And the, the door is has been blown off the hinges. And she's <laughs> yeah. like, look at the mess she made. And it's like, right. what do you think she did? Here? Yeah, it's like, I think she was kidnapped. Like, not, yeah. even, not even bringing aliens into it. Like, the door yeah. has been ripped off of the hinges. Yeah. Like, and, like, the room, is, the room is trash. It's like, I yeah. think somebody did this to her. Hotel is like, your guest was clearly the Hulk and did not respect my room yeah. very much. Yeah, the the it's hotel. Very the, silly. The hotel manager is just what a what a hero. Yeah. In this scene. <laughs> like she's so pissed at Mulder. Yeah, because she's like at one point she says my insurance isn't going to cover this. I'm like, is it? Won't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, isn't this what it exists for? She is not in the least concerned that a clear crime happened right. in her hotel. Like a violent felony has occurred. Yeah. She thinks that this woman trashed her to- her toe room to the point that she blew the door off the hinges. Right, because like Mulder's looking at it, and it's like not only has the door been ripped out of the frame, um, but it's also like melted from extreme heat. Yeah. <laughs> like, My God. It's like uh, it's just, she trashed her rooms. Like, I think somebody suicide bombed her. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think you need to call the police. <laughs> Yeah. She doesn't even call the cops. No, she's just bitching at Mulder for like yeah. somebody somebody's gonna pay for this room. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And we also have to talk, of course, about the death of Agent Pendrel. The death of Agent Pendrel. So for people who need to catch up, Agent Pendrel has been with us since the first season, I believe. I'm pretty and sure, yeah. He they they go to him every now and then when they need help. Mm-hmm. usually like forensics help or something like that yeah he's like a lab guy uh and the running gag is that he clearly is in love with scully he's 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 constantly like trying to flirt with scully and she just he just passes right through her like a ghost mm-hmm. she she does not think about him at all no to the point really. that yeah to the point that Mulder teases pendrel about it like everybody knows pendrel loves scully He's a little, he's kind of a little wiener, but he's like, he's not a, he's not a creep. 
He's trying to be as nice as he can, uh, but he ain't giving up. He's not giving up. Mm -mm. And this episode takes place on Scully's birthday or like her birthday week. Mm -hmm. I can't I can't imagine it takes place in one day. Uh, And at the end of the episode, she has, for some reason, brought a man she's trying to protect from the government to the bar uh, that that Pendrel happens to be at. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Scully, happy birthday. And he's so happy. Uh, and he's like let me buy you a drink and she's just not having it because she has her own thing going and then she's like and then he notices that she's with the witness and thinks she's on a date so he's like oh you're you're with someone well that's okay i'll buy him a drink too like he's trying so hard Mm -hmm. uh and he likes scully so much and he's gonna buy her and her date a drink and and he just wants he just thinks she's cool uh, and, and then, uh, a guy walks in, uh, the, the, the fourth grade teacher mustache assassin. Yeah. The mustache he, assassin. He tries to shoot this guy and ends up shooting Pendril and Pendril fucking dies in Scully's arms, uh, <laughs> forever rejected. And he's yep. never, he's never mentioned again in the forever, series. Forever scorned. Yeah. Fucking agent Pendril. Yep. Like some, like some medieval folklore love story. He dies in her arms and she never thinks of him ever again. Nope. And this is the last we hear of Agent Pendril. Mhm. It's 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 sad. It's it's a it's a saga that has ended in this yeah. episode. <laughs> this this chapter of his life has come yeah. to a close. He dies thinking that Scully was on a date with somebody else and he was randomly shot. He's confused. And and then he yep, and that's it. That's it for Pendril. Mhm. It's a shame. Oh man, what a saga! What a yeah. saga! I was rooting for him, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like the 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 episode he decides to get a little a little more aggressive. Um, that yes, that's the thing. He's like, this is a new me. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm gonna tell Scully how I feel, and then the last <laughs> thing he sees is her face as he's dying from a gunshot wound because of her. Yeah, for he will never understand what's happened to him. Yeah. He will never understand. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, it's a big episode. Uh, should we get into it? Should we I get into pro- our first yeah, section? Yeah, I think we probably should, yeah. All right, folks. Our first section is World's Luckiest Detective. We're going to talk about all the times that Mulder lucks into to clues because he does that a lot. Yes. He uh, trips ass over elbows <laughs> into yeah. clues all of the time. I mean, this... This episode begins with Scully saying about the crash, they're going to be lucky they can ID half the bodies. Mm -hmm. And in that same conversation, like the assassin is found Mm -hmm. uh, intact. Max is eventually found intact. Max's seatmate. Yep. Everybody is found. Yep. Everybody, the people they need to be found are found. Yeah. Uh that there's stuff on their body. Like they have the, they have their clothes on, they have evidence on them. They have yep. watches. Their wrist it's, watches are intact. Yeah. Everything is found, so it's yeah. fine. It's all fine. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think, the biggest, in terms of odds, that's the biggest luck, right? Yeah. Like, that- especially since, wasn't Max sucked? Wasn't he, like, the plane crashes while he's, like, floating towards the ship? Probably. So, like, we, don't really find- see, we don't really see what happens. I think we do in the second episode, uh, but... It means that they find his body away from the crash, like he should be pulverized. Yeah, he should uh, be. A, he, he should be a little Max Fennig soup. 
Yeah, a little fenning, fenning a little, suit, a little stew. Soupy little stew. Yeah, but he looks like he's just sleeping. <laughs> yeah, they all look. They all looked like they had very gentle passings. Yeah, <laughs> when it was this, and they tell us that the plane hit the ground almost vertically. Yeah, at like four hundred <laughs> miles per hour. And they find someone who's still alive. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't do that. Like, I, I know that most plane crash, like 95% of plane crashes are survivable, but that's because they are usually runway crashes. They're not vertically slamming into the ground crashes. <laughs> no. Those are not, not survivable. <laughs> they're not plunging into the earth like a fucking javelin. Yeah. It's, uh... uh <laughs> the plane is disintegrated. Yeah. Like, the crash, there's, there's no evidence. Like, it's all pieces. How did that man survive? Right. Well, Mulder, at one point, Mulder even says, like, where's the plane? Like, it's, he says it's, it, yeah. it's so destroyed. Yeah. Uh, this guy's fine, though. <laughs> he has radiation burns, and they use that to, yeah. uh... But, like, my God. Uh... I guess they're lucky about the air traffic controller guys because they, they, they like play out their own mini plot where like he lies to Mulder. They go to this army base and there's air traffic controllers uh, who witnessed the flight mm-hmm. and they lie to Mulder about what they saw yeah. because it turns out that, you know, they saw the UFO. Yeah, um, they saw and, a second plane. Yeah. And, uh, and then like his buddy is like, I'm going to tell him the truth. And he's like, no, don't you fucking tell him the truth. And then he finds his buddy shot in the head, uh, having, I think, taken his own life. No, I mean, th- I think that was like, I think I he was, yeah. I think he was suicided because he's been shot. Like he yeah, finds his buddy sitting in a chair with a gun in his lap, but he's been shot in the center of the forehead. That's not generally right, how people is, shoot themselves in the head. It's an awkward, it's an awkward place. Yeah. And like, he's holding the gun. So like, he's clearly been suicided, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just thought like, well, the person who did that is not a good assassin. Then. Well, it's, it, it, the, the, yeah, unless the point of it is, well, you know, the army is going to rule this as a suicide, but, uh, but we, it clearly isn't. And right, we all know it. We wanted you to know <laughs> that yeah. it wasn't, uh, side note. It's weird that he couldn't tell he had been shot until he turns him around. Yeah. Cause I, I don't, I don't think, uh, bullets, do gentle things to the back of heads but he had to turn them around to figure that out yeah uh yeah and i don't know where that assassin went why he isn't shooting the other guy but somehow that guy survives this weird assassination yeah and he confesses he just goes to molder and confesses uh so that's lucky yeah it's lucky that they found a a, a, a military guy who suddenly has a conscience flare-up yeah um uh i I guess they're lucky that the uh the guy who's like the head of the uh investigation is still allowing them to hang around yeah like i have he's still listening to them when they bring him this guy and he's like he says there was two aircraft it's like well we don't have any evidence evidence of that and then Mulder just leaps in there with like but what if there were three aircraft Despite Mulder's best efforts, he is kept on this yeah. uh, crash. They allow him to continue hanging around. Yeah. And similarly, this is something that we'll get into in the next section, but Mulder is pretty lucky that he, A, finds an alien crash site by scuba, di- scuba diving, 
and B, survive scuba diving. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will talk about We're gonna that. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> but he, uh, just the, the abridged version, Mulder jumps in a lake to find a crash site, finds it on his first shot mm-hmm. in a giant lake. Right, uh, that so that's earlier, earlier the aliens themselves were looking for and right? they couldn't find it. <laughs> the aliens with their alien technology can't find yeah, I like that they have all this impossible technology, and the couple of times we see the uh, UFO in the episode, it's just using a searchlight. Yeah, apparently they don't. Apparently they have, like, awesome alien engines, and then the rest of the stuff is just what we have. Yeah, it's all just uh, corny bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they drop off Max's sister while they're looking, I guess? Yeah. Is that what they did? Apparently. Like, they see the plane crash guy... Who gets? Who's the one who finds Max's sister? Mulder doesn't do any of it. He does the <laughs> he does the fun Mulder stuff. He finds yeah. the crash. He or he sees the UFO, and the UFO sees him, and then they're just like uh, here, and they kill <laughs> Max's sister, and they bounce. And I was like, I don't know what that was about, but I don't okay. know. Maybe they were done, and they were just like, well, <laughs> all humans are the same, right? So he's like, yeah. should we just give him to another human? They'll know what to do. Yeah, I guess that's nice of them. Like, we were just going to drop her off in a field somewhere, but all right, here you yeah, go. Sure, here you go. Yeah, have fun with that. Uh, yeah, that's. I guess that's World's Luckiest Detective. Do you have any other thoughts? Um, I'm thinking... Uh, no, no, I think that was all of it. I think we covered it. All right, well, I think it's time. Then oh, man, is it? For the is bulk of our episode, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's time to put on something uh, a little bit more comfortable. Like mm-hmm. a robe, Something perhaps. Get, a lot of room. A lot of room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Grab, grab, grab a a, a beer at the bar. Maybe some nachos. <laughs> get yeah. shot right in the chest. Get shot by right a mustached assassin. Yeah. Uh, let's let's glide on in to Mulder After Dark. That's the stuff. Yeah. It's like a it's like a salve. Ah, like a wonderful salve. So, let's talk about Scully's birthday. Sure, let's talk about <laughs> Scully's birthday. So, it's Scully's birthday. They're sharing nachos at the bar. That's fine. Uh she mentions they they surprise her with like a like a small pastry, like a like a little puff thing. Mm-hmm. Uh It's it looks Mulder, like a snowball. It looks like a snowball. Yeah. Mulder's really feeling himself. She says, "You haven't remembered my birthday in four years." That checks out. Yeah, I don't. I don't disbelieve Scully. No. And Mulder hands her a gift, and he says something that reminded me of you. This is incredible. <laughs> so it's like when he hands her, we can just pause for a second before we re- yeah. get get to the keep going. But like in that exchange when Mulder hands her a box and says it's just something that reminded me of you there is literally it could be anything in that box it could be anything yes. it could be anything yeah <laughs> there's it's no a, way to tell there's no way what Mulder could possibly have bought for it Scully could, it could be a live bee yep <laughs> a single bee he's like I named it after you Scully just a single bee yeah um, it, no. could, it could be a shark's tooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can see, see Mulder getting a shark's tooth at a gift shop. Yeah. He goes to the aquarium, gets a shark's tooth. 
It could um, be a it could be a gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It, it could be literally anything. There's no telling. And here's the thing: we know about Mulder's gift giving in the past. Yeah, uh, he buys her when she's in the hospital. He buys her, I think, a sports a sports blooper bloopers tape. tape, which was clearly just one that he had already. <laughs> yeah. It was whatever he grabbed. He went through his tape collection and found the one thing that wasn't pornography. Yeah. And grabbed that. Um, This he definitely got at a gift shop, I think. Mm -hmm. So the gift that he gives Scully that he says, again, something that reminded me of you. Yes. Is an Apollo 11 keychain. Uh Uh-huh. Apollo 11 commemorative keychain with her name inscribed on the back. Yes. (laughs) So, Okay. A couple thoughts here. Yeah. One, if you know anything about this series, you know back in the episode Space that it's revealed that Mulder is a big uh, space geek. He loves you, NASA. He's, he's he like a 12-year-old boy for NASA. In his office, he often has just like random pictures of space mm-hmm. on his walls. Uh, Scully is not a space geek. No, not at all. In fact, I think she gives Mulder crap for being a space geek. She does, yeah. So he got her an Apollo 11 keychain and said something that reminded me of you. And like you said, it has her name on it. Does it? Is it her first name? Uh, it's unclear. He, we don't really see it. He just says it has your name on the back. Okay. Because you it know could, how in uh, gift shops yeah. they sell? Yeah. I'm, so assuming, what, I'm assuming that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming it's Dana, because I'm guessing they, they don't have Scully uh, ones at gift shops, unless it's like Bort, unless this is just a thing that they have. So when he says, this is something that reminded me of you, what he's actually saying is some sometime in the last month, he was at probably the, uh, they were in California, and he and he, he stopped at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, yeah. or he did another NASA tour. Somewhere somewhere down the line, he was at like a science museum, mm-hmm. uh, and he saw the keychains, the personalized keychains, and saw the name Dana and said, oh, that reminds me of somebody, <laughs> and bought it, right? Yeah, that's, that's what it's got to be. That's the only thing it can be, because Scully is not interested in the Apollo program. She doesn't care about NASA. She's not a space geek. Like, none of that yeah. has anything to do with any aspect of her personality or interests. So Mulder bought her a gift that is just something he liked that had yeah. her name on it. It had her name on it. That's the only reason he bought it. <laughs> he yeah. was like, oh, this made me think of you, because it literally has your name on it. What an incredible gift. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, oh we're in like the first five minutes of this episode now, uh, and Mulder is already first. Yeah, this is yeah. Yeah, butter, and she acts like oh, she's like oh, thanks, Mulder. It's like a kid making his mom something on Mother's Day, like like earrings out of play doh, and she has to act like she loves it. Yeah, exactly. It's that. Yeah, Uh, but then her birthday is quickly ruined by Mulder's alien bullshit Mm -hmm. when Max's sister shows up. Scully thinks it's a stripper, which is good. Good gag. Uh, uh, I also uh, so like so they learn about the plane crash. Uh, they go to the. They somehow worm their way into this plane crash investigation. They just yeah. They just insert themselves into the briefing. Yeah, they enter a room filled with I don't know like fifty people. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not I'm not over exaggerating. It is a it's, it's a, a plane huge, crash it's, sized yeah. room of people. Yeah, 
it's people there's so many and there's one guy telling everybody what to do yeah and it's very serious and it's very important yeah and then he's like okay let's go everybody and everybody starts to leave and Mulder speaks up Mulder uh, opens his mouth yeah and and nobody knows who he is he says he's from the FBI right yes and he he says like is there any evidence that the plane was shot down yeah the plane was forced down is what he forced down yeah and they're like no why and he says and i wrote it down there was a passenger on that plane who is well known to our government as an alien abductee and the room laughs at him and scully looks so embarrassed yeah and if i was that guy there's a all right there's a lot here because he's the FBI, right? Right. Well, the opening of that interaction is Mulder brings up, is there any, have you found anything to uh, suggest that the plane was forced down? And this guy who is the leader of this investigation, investigative team, has to respond to that as like, well, no, we haven't found anything, but like, you're an FBI agent. Yeah. So he's so he's like, do, do you guys have something that right. suggests like- that? You're the FBI. Why are you here? Yeah, clearly they. Yeah, clearly the FBI wouldn't just show up at this unless there was something to that effect. What is it you've got? And Mulder has, and then Mulder responds with this fucking salvo, which is one of the passengers is an alien abductee. But he he also says, "Well known to our government as yeah. an alien abductee." To which I would be like, "Wait, what are you trying to tell me, FBI man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you uh?" Hold on. (laughs) Are you saying you did this? What is... Wait, are aliens real? Like, (laughs) is this common knowledge? He eventually eventually asks him, is this the official FBI position? (laughs) First, well, first, in the funniest way, he says, your name's Mulder, right? (laughs) He goes, Mulder. Your name's Mulder? (laughs) And he's like, huh? And he goes, is this official FBI position? And yeah, Mulder has to go, no. He has to very sheepishly look back at Scully and then be like, no. Yeah, and then he, he should be like, okay, well, I'm going to make a few calls and I'm going to never see you again. <laughs> because this is this is a fucking clown show. He also says he identifies Max as a multiple abduction, a re- abduction victim. <laughs> yes, what is known as a repeater. What is known to who as a repeater? Yeah. What's known in the in the alien biz as a repeater? <laughs> Who is slinging this lingo around, yeah. you absolute maniac? A, a repeater, you see, because it repeats. You get it? And everybody is just trying to do their fucking job. And I can't stress enough, it's filled with people, this room. Yeah, they're they're about to embark on what is going to be, I don't know, probably 40 hours of... yeah of just gathering up body parts and picking through a you know a horrible wreck site and then they got this bozo coming in here yeah just yapping about aliens talking and about he, he, aliens like it's like uh, like it's a shorthand that people recognize yeah and he's also like he he now sp- he spends the rest of the episode wandering this wreckage mumbling about aliens mm-hmm. uh that's all he does and he's so mad that they're not going to tell everybody that it was aliens. He keeps being like, they're going to cover it up. Well, meanwhile, he's in like he's in a warehouse with bodies where family are like crying over the bodies. Yeah, they're having people come in and, and identify these just destroyed remains yeah. of their family members. And, and Mulder's like, when are you going to tell these people that aliens killed their family members? 
He's a he's a fucking just wandering around talking about aliens, mm-hmm. weirding a, out everybody. He's a real pestilence <laughs> this investigation. Yeah, he really is. They're on the, <clears throat> like right away, like when he asks, "Where's the plane that you mentioned?" He asks it like it's like it's suspicious. He's like, "Where's the plane?" <laughs> and it's like, "Well, it's a plane crash." There's, I mean, there's the tail over there. Like, yeah. <laughs> then he goes, "You know what I think, Scully? Uh, I'm gonna tell you." <laughs> right like she doesn't respond so yeah, he has to yeah. say well, he I'm says gonna i'm gonna you. tell you which is very funny because scully doesn't need the answer she's like yes i know what you think yeah, i know Mulder. what you think i've been your partner for like five years i know what you're gonna say and he says i think max was abducted and as he's talking scully keeps going Mulder, and he keeps interrupting mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to calm him down and then they find out max is dead Mulder's eyes gloss over and he says, still no explanation for this crash and walks away. <laughs> yeah, and it goes away to pout. Yeah. He is he is on fire in this episode. On yeah, fire. He's a real gremlin. Yeah. He he doesn't he doesn't stop. When mm-hmm. that when that lady is complaining about her hotel room, he says, Does your policy cover acts of extraterrestrials? And Scully has to just be like, anyway, we're gonna go. Like he keeps doing that. There's that when they when they talk to the uh, air traffic controllers, and he goes, "There's something else you're looking for." He goes, "About nine minutes." And Scully has to be like, "We've been traveling." <laughs> right? Day. Yeah. She's like, "We're tired. Don't worry about it." Yeah. Don't don't listen. He's just he's not making any sense. <laughs> yeah. With the hotel manager, like Mulder keeps pushing back with his weird bullshit, and Scully just has to kind of very uh, casually say, "We'll take care of it." Like, yeah. and then she's, she's like ha 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 that's yeah, great yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna go yeah. <laughs> he isn't my it's her birthday god yeah. <laughs> it's her fucking birthday and Mulder will not fucking let up he's at an 11 the whole episode yeah no he never lets up Mulder doesn't yeah. take a day off yeah uh he uh he's so I, I want to talk about Mulder emotionally in this sure because Mulder finds Max's body, right? Or he sees Max's body. Yes. He finds his business card in it. Mm-hmm. He's sad. He's actually sad. He is, yeah. Uh, back in the episode Ghost in the Machine, Matt Mulder's ex-partner dies in a, in a horrible uh Oh, man. R.I.P. Agent Jerry Lamana. Yeah. And Mulder does not care. Mm-mm. And I bring this up only because he's sad that Max is dead. I don't think it's because uh, it's a person that he knows. I think he's thinking about all the cool alien stuff Max could have told him. 100%. Yeah. He's, 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 he's sad over all the alien stories Max might have might have shared with them. Right, because Mulder doesn't grieve people. And in fact, later, when Max's sister is abducted, Mulder smiles. Yeah. And he he's says happy. it must run in the family. Like, he's like, oh, good, I have another UFO buddy for... When, yeah <laughs> when the aliens close a door they open a window yeah exactly he's so happy that the aliens are back mm-hmm. despite the fact that this woman has been abducted right and then and then this poor plane guy has to get sucked into this bullshit uh and, right. and tell him like oh. there's things i can't explain and Mulder's he's rock hard in that yeah scene. yeah yeah he is he's oh my god yeah this, uh, this, this plane guy he's just trying to do conduct a 
a grisly but very thorough, very fact-based investigation that they do when planes crash. Right, and Mulder is just won't get out of his Mulder is cartwheeling through this thing. (laughs) Just yelling about aliens to whoever will listen. Mm Mm-hmm. There's grieving families, you know, like that, you know, there was a point where like the, the plane crash authority guy is like watching the grieving families and then sees Mulder like slowly wander his way up to one of them. And he's just like, nope, <laughs> no, nope. no, 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 intercept Runs him real over. quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you're not fucking talking to that person. Nope. Get the fuck out of here, Mulder. I know what you're going to ask them. Yeah. Does your husband have a history of alien abduction? <laughs> Oh my god! Um, we also get a little Mulder's. Uh, I think we get a scene where Mulder's on speed in this. Is that where he's listening to the flight recorder and rocking yes. back and forth? Yes, it is. <laughs> like he's, uh, he's like he's jamming out. Yeah, I don't know what he's gonna get from it, but he. I guess he does get something. He calls Scully. He's in his hotel room. Mm-hmm. Scully's in hers. He calls Scully, listening to the flight recorder that he's already heard over and over, and he's like Scully. I need you to come over here. And Scully says, we've been up for 36 hours, Mulder. And he goes, I know, I know. I just need you to come over and listen to this real quick. He's so, he's so incredibly on speed in that scene. Oh, yeah, scene. yeah. His, his, his speed addiction is laid bare in this yeah. episode. Because he is rocking out to this yeah. flight recorder. Um, been awake for 36 hours. That Scully is aware of. Yeah. That Scully is it's aware. entirely yeah. possible he did not sleep for the a full day before they began right. this adventure. Right, she's just seen Mulder for mm-hmm. thirty six hours. Uh, she that can, doesn't. She mean... can confirm that he has not slept for the past thirty six hours. Anything beyond yeah. that, she was not right. a- able to verify. <laughs> oh my god, um, we haven't talked about the uh, the car chase. Oh yeah, where he just drives straight in an airplane. He sure does. Mulder plays chicken with an airplane in this episode. Uh, I don't think he has to. I mean, it, it works. It works. It gets the other two cars to spin out as they have to dodge the same airplane. But the way this scene works is they walk out with this guy that they're trying to protect. Protect. They see some cars coming. Mm-hmm. Now, they're at the wreckage of the plane in the hangar. Uh, yeah. So like, it's not unusual for cars to be showing up. One imagines. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong, but it's weird that they're just like, go, 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 when they see these cars, these government vehicles. One imagines there's a lot of government vehicles, but whatever. They do chase him. Mulder drives down the runway, plays chicken with a plane, almost causes a second plane crash. Yes. And there's a lot of places he could have gone. He didn't have to drive on the runway. And in fact, they still have to avoid those guys, right? Like, they're in the airport. Airports have fences around them. They're all in the same place. So they, the, 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 the show kind of yada yada is over, like, what happened to those guys? I don't know. They spin out, and we never see them again. Right. Yeah, exactly. But they're all in the same airport. And, in fact, Scully takes a plane from that airport later. So couldn't those guys have gotten out of their car and, like, I don't know, slowly walked to them? You'd think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he plays fucking chicken with a airplane, mm-hmm. almost causes a plane crash, and uh, he learns, he, he makes, right before Scully takes this witness on a plane out, Mulder, it occurs to Mulder that maybe the second crash site is in a lake. Yeah. So he gets in his car, 
he's like, go take care of this guy. I'll, I got to go do something. And by himself, in the middle of the night, decides to f- find a, a lake crash. He doesn't get... He's an FBI agent. Mm-hmm. He can have other people help him. Yeah, right? but he, he doesn't want to, I think, because he's worried that they're just going to come in and cover it up. Right, but can't he get, like, local PD or, like... Like, he again, he's an FBI agent. There are people under him that he could get to help, right? Other th- FBI agents he knows. You'd think. You'd think. But but he goes in the middle of the night, this poor guy who's working at the dock. Right, he's just like a, uh, like a park services guy. Yeah, and he's like, FBI, I need your help. Uh, he makes this guy take him out into the lake. Mulder puts on a scuba suit. Mm-hmm. And the guy asks him, do you have any experience with this? And what does Mulder say? Mulder says, I once got a quarter off out off the bottom of the deep end at the Y. Yes. And then dives into the lake. Yes. Now, Mulder I've never has, gone scuba diving, but it, I know it's complicated. It takes uh, several hours of training. Yes. <laughs> you, Mulder, can't, you can't just do it. Yes. Like Mulder is going to drown. Yes. Realistically speaking, Mulder says that to the guy, jumps off the boat, a minute passes, and then his body just surfaces, <laughs> floating. And the guy, like, sighs, fishes him out, drives, goes back to the <laughs> shore, the and boat. calls somebody. Yep. Like, I don't think this guy was an FBI agent. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe I was, I was fooled. Yeah. Yeah. Mulder goes scuba diving with zero experience. Yep. Uh, and then immediately finds an alien plane crash. Mm-hmm. Or and, then is, crash. and then is like surprised by it. Yeah. Like he, sees, is, he sees that super dead alien and is like, whoa. Yeah. Going back to, yeah. Going back to world's luckiest detective. This is one of the luckiest moments of his career. Mm-hmm. Not again. <clears throat> he scuba dives with no experience. Somehow is still alive and immediately bullseyes an alien UFO. Mm-hmm. Uh, my God boulder he's uh yeah he's having a real real wild evening yeah again evidence to speed being on like amphetamines makes you feel like you can do things you can't right it makes you feel like you can do anything it's like i can scuba dive how hard can it be it's extremely difficult (laughs) yeah i mean my mouth is extremely dry from all the meth i'm taking Mm -hmm. but like i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and and jump in yeah my fucking god (laughs) boulder uh, so that's the story. And then the, it's a to be continued mm-hmm. uh, where Mulder is underwater with the alien and there's lights above him, which could be anything from UFOs to the government to just the local police when that doc guy called them because some maniac stole his boat. Yeah. And like pretended to be FBI. It could be any. That's the thing about Mulder. We've talked about this. Everybody at any point Mulder could be detained by anything from the shadow government to like security guards at a casino mm-hmm. it, it's really it's really up in the air it's just concerned citizens yeah <laughs> could detain him scully has bailed Mulder out from both a local police station and like a government uh black like site. a military black site where his memory was erased <laughs> yeah scully has bailed Mulder out of everything god damn it god damn it Mulder. uh yeah any other molar after dark Mm-mm. all right i think that's going to yeah. let's go into fireball offenses oh man yeah um yeah 
I mean, I, I assume wandering into a crash site like that, representing the FBI, and then start starting to ramble about, uh, really, let's call it what it is, interfering with this investigation. With an investigation. Yeah. I uh, think that would get him in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I think everything he does in this episode would get him into mountains of trouble. We've talked about this before. Mulder will go places and say FBI mm-hmm. and start asking about ghosts and whatnot. And no one has any idea that he's not there on any official capacity. No, he's just, he just shows up. Yeah. And I get it. Like if I was in the FBI and I got like pulled over, I'd whip out my badge, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, every now and then you like, if I was trying to take, uh, outside, uh, snacks into a, into a movie theater, I'd whip out my badge, but like he, he does it. He shows up at crimes like the and people are like i didn't know the fbi was called and he won't correct anybody so Mm -hmm. like there should be a lot of times where skinner's like Mulder, i need to talk to you you need to stop showing up at like seances and shit and saying you represent the fbi because they call the fbi when you when you when you end up when they when you're like talking about an invisible bear and stuff they call me I, I, it comes back to me. And yeah, there's they no let way me this, know. Like, I hear about this. Yeah, there's no way a room full of 50 people see a guy claiming to be the FBI and talking about alien abduction. There's no way they didn't call the FBI and be like, hey, we really need this guy to fuck off. He is <laughs> causing a big problem. Morale is very low. We're trying to do our jobs. He'd at least be kicked out of this crash site. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's all I have, though. He doesn't do. He doesn't like yeah. hijack a gondola. He doesn't no. do anything. It, not a, not anything. Not any of like his individual things that he does is really that uh, egregious in terms of like breaking the law. Outside of just the overall inserting himself into this investigation when he has no reason to be there. Yes. Um. All right. Let's talk about who who the enabler is and ain't, name the enabler. Uh, um. I, I've been introducing the idea that Mulder can be the enabler because this poor guy had to investigate a plane crash. And mm-hmm. by the end of this, he's seen aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Mulder shows up into this guy's life and fundamentally changes it. He yeah. has become a radicalized alien conspiracy theorist. Yes. Like by the end of this. Yeah. He has completely upended this man's entire universe. Yeah. This man did not need this. And like Scully's not... Uh, she's just trying to have her birthday week, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like she's in that hotel late at night, like, happy birthday to <laughs> yeah. me. Oh, Scully man. calls, Scully, I need you to listen to this flight recorder. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's nobody enabling Mulder. He's just sort of on, he's just, he's off just, the leash. Yeah, he's just running. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Scully. it's like you need to listen to this flight recorder. Mulder, it's four thirty a.m. or p.m. <laughs> he has no idea. <laughs> no idea. He has blacked out his windows. Yeah, so he doesn't. The aliens can't see him. Yeah, it. Uh, someone should step in. Obviously, mm-hmm. always somebody should and intervene. Like, yeah, especially this. Like someone needs to. It, I will say, like whoever is allowing Mulder to be on this. Uh, uh, airplane investigation. They need. They need to not do that. They need to pull Mulder out of there. Yeah, this somebody needs to stop this. Yeah, even if it means having to like tase Mulder and drag him away, mm-hmm. which it might come to. 
it is it's not good for anybody uh i guess that brings us to our final section crazy like a fox (laughs) this is where we sign a a numerical rating from one to ten uh to grade just how out of control Mulder was in this episode one being you know still fairly fairly in control and 10 being wandering up to random uh traumatized families as they look at the scattered remains of their loved ones to ask them if if perhaps this mutilated dead person ever talked about aliens before they exploded (laughs) in a plane crash showing them a picture of an alien and being like do you recognize this man Uh, have you seen this man picture of elf (laughs) has your dead husband ever met this man or spoken to this man (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's just a picture of elf um <laughs> we usually grade this as the low numbers are usually when Mulder just says some kooky things, but nothing big. Yeah, Cesar does some um, weird shit that's not really that consequential. That's just weird. Mids yeah, mid season starts becoming or mid season. Mid mid level becomes him uh abusing his power more, putting and, himself in yeah, danger, endangering himself. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And then near the end, it becomes endangering other people purposefully, like negligence, and then purposefully uh, endangering people. Yeah. For the truth, to find the truth. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting because he does play chicken with an airplane. He sure does. Uh, and that could result in the deaths of a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, including everyone in his car. Including everybody in his car, including the men he's trying to protect. Yes. That's. I think we, we didn't talk about it too much because it just happens. And like, yeah, it's a car chase, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that's not anything Mulder has ever done before. No, that's pretty, that's pretty egregious. That's extreme. Yeah. He, he was, he drove, he, t- he drove around on a runway mm-hmm. and got into chicken with a, with a commercial airliner. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's, that's rock bottom. <laughs> that's pretty major. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, he doesn't, the, the thing, the, 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 like the little buffer is that it's an act of desperation, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I would say this episode is not a 10. No, I wouldn't call this a 10. Uh, would you call it a nine? I would, mm. because here's the other thing. He's the level of insanity in what he, what he's saying, what's coming out of his mouth um, because we've cro- we've crossed we've definitely crossed some thresholds here. Yeah, we've crossed the crazy Mulder walking into a room and saying absolute fucking gibberish. Yeah, right. Yes, we've absolutely crossed Mulder endangering his life in a in a wild way. Yeah, not just like casual endangerment, but he scuba dives without any idea of what he's doing. This that reminds <laughs> yeah. me of when he. It reminds me of how many times he goes to like the Antarctic or or right. Buys a one way ticket to the middle of the ocean. (laughs) Yeah, and then doesn't think about how he's going to get back. No. Um. So we've crossed that. So that's around the six or seven point, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So what's left is the chicken with the airplane. Yes. So that's got to get him up to at least an eight, right? I think an eight. I was thinking eight or nine. Yeah, but. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Sanguinarium is an eight. The field where I died is an eight. That's the one where he. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the with the cult where he definitely endangers a mass suicide. Uh, Heron Volk is a nine. I forget which one that one is. Um, uh, gro- 
grotesque as a nine, but that's just because of how incredibly out of his mind Mulder right. is and in it, that and one. And it turns out that he's not being influenced by a monster or anything. This is yeah. just this is just casual Mulder obsession. Yeah. Nisei is a nine. Um, let's see. I'm looking for other nines in our past. Uh, of course, space was... See, or ice is a 10. And that's, 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 I mean, that makes sense because that's also behavior. Yeah. Dwayne Barry is a 10. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ascension is a 10. That's where he, that's where he hijacks uh, hijacks a gondola. gondola. (laughs) Dwayne Barry is when he chokes a man in custody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anasazi is a 10. Uh, The Blessing Way is a 10, just mainly because astral projection. Astral projection, Mulder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 731 is a 10. That's, I think, when he jumps onto a train. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, Paper Hearts is a 10 because of course it is. Of course Paper Hearts is a 10, yeah. Tunguska because he leaves Krychek in a car to die. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So I don't think it's 10 worthy. Yeah. I'm trying to, let me look at more. uh, Volk 9. I feel like, what do you think? 8 or 9? Hmm. If Grotesque is a 9... He doesn't directly endanger anybody in grotesque, does he? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just the disturbing realization that Mulder is not being influenced. This is just Mulder. <laughs> yeah, that is that is extremely I think, disturbing. I think this deserves a nine. Yeah, I think we can go nine. All right, let's get this. Let's, let's get this, this to a nine. Let's give this son of a bitch a nine. Yeah, we can always go back and tweak. Uh, yeah, you know, nothing's set in stone. Yeah, we've we've already uh, uh, ice and Dwayne Barry. I think we both re- we made both retroactively made those tens. Yeah, we should eventually because um, I've been keeping track. I don't know if we do this when we finish the series, um, but we should release the uh, the ratings right so people can graph it. Sure. Yeah. All the graph fans we have, all yeah. those graph graph uh, crazed graph heads. I assume we have at least one graph head in yeah. our fandom. One of you weirdos graphs things, right? Yeah, one of you bizarre assholes will take this information and turn it into a graph. Yeah, please. Yeah, please and do it. We'll make it a poster or something. I don't know. Yeah, something. Uh, so that's been the episode. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And so... Uh, Stay tuned uh, next week for the episode Max, which is part two. Uh, and we got we got many more. We got we got tons more on the horizon here. So mm-hmm. people should check out our Patreon where we have we have small potatoes is coming up soon. That's with the shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. We're going to get into zero sum into Skinner's uh, mysterious. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cover up. Getting to that There's a lot skin going man. on. Yeah. And we're almost we're almost at the end. We're almost at the end of season four. Yeah, we've got like, I don't know, six or seven episodes left. Something like that. So yeah, yeah if you're interested, you should check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Along with uh, this show, we have another exclusive show called Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. That's right. Which is Tom and Jeff, uh, uh, Jeff May. It's me and Jeff May watching Comedian all Jeff kinds May. of Batman. Uh yeah. We've done a lot of the movies. We've done the original animated series. We're on the Justice League animated series right now. Uh, it's, yeah. There's a never-ending well of Batman media for us to watch and then talk about. Right. And if you ever run out, you just watch something else. Yeah. Let's watch X-Men. It'll become Tom yeah. Jeff Watch X-Men. <laughs> I don't Boom. know. New series. So, yeah. check. I don't know. Check out our Patreon. We, we watch movies with people every Friday night. 
that's at a certain tier. There's tiers where you can produce your own podcast. Mm-hmm. There's there's a bunch of stuff. Check yeah, it out. Yeah, check it out. Um, we also have a store, tpublic.com slash store slash Game Theater Employed, uh, where you can check out t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, all kinds of stuff, uh, including a couple of cool molder things. Yeah, uh, Starlene Hodge uh, made a uh, poster for us. Mm-hmm. It's the Always Sunny meme, but with uh, Mulder. Yeah. It's perfect. It's, it's pretty beautiful. cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a have it gorgeous piece of art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and, so yeah, check that out. And enjoy your Mulder day. Oh, always. Go do, do what we always do to celebrate. Go scuba diving with no plan or experience. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the night, ideally. Yes. Yeah. So visibility is at its, it's, at its, it's lowest. <laughs> lowest, yeah. yeah. That's what you got to do. That's Go, the only yeah. way to do it. Anybody, any way. other way is cowardly. Yep, that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. Artwork for Fox Mulder is a Maniac is produced by Starlene Hodge. Follow her on Twitter at StarleneX. That's Starlene with an X. Or check out her delightful webcomic at rubywhipple.com. 